Welcome to the Disneyland Forever Podcast, your source for all things from the happiest place on earth. For more updates, make sure that you follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Disneyland Forever, and you can check out our website, DisneylandForever.com. Hey everyone, it's Jordan and Daniel. For this week's podcast, we thought we'd talk about something that usually brings a lot of anger and frustration to people's vacations, and that's when those rides that we all come to experience inevitably break down. Like, what? Not necessarily why it is they break down, because there's so many different reasons, but we are going to talk about like the rides that they just go down every single day, and also what your options are in that situation because sometimes there are things that you can do about it that will help to kind of i don't know what would you say make up for it or alleviate the problem yeah a little bit uh sometimes there's not so many options but just like if you didn't already know these are the things that you can do and and to help salvage what time you may feel like you've lost or have actually lost because the ride broke down so hopefully this can alleviate some of those stresses because I know like every time we've been in the line, I'm sure you've probably noticed it too, that when they get on and announce that the ride is either going to take longer than expected or has broken down temporarily, that it's just you hear this huge groan throughout the ride. <laughs> and it's understandable, but this is just, it's part of life at the theme parks. They can't keep the rides going 100% of the time. Trust me, they would like to, but it's not possible. So uh, let's talk about this subject, and hopefully this will relieve some of that stress. So to begin with, we want to talk about those rides that, from our experience and what we've been able to see, they seem to break down literally every single day. Sometimes, multiple times in a day. Which is so fun. So um, I don't think I have these down in any particular order, so... The first one is the Matterhorn. I think this has a lot to do with its age. It opened in 1959. So I think that has a great deal to do with it, that it does seem to break down every day. And sometimes when it's broken down, it's broken down for like the majority of the day. Yeah. It does help that there's two tracks independent, but that often just slows it down. So the the line. But I don't even know if they necessarily keep one open. I don't, I don't know. know. I, I think th- I've seen it where they, they have done that where one side's broken, but yeah, it's mostly it just breaks. I probably just because it's old, as he said. Another one that literally breaks down all the time is Indiana Jones. It's very, very, very technological. It's got a lot of moving parts. It's a little old now, too. It was built in, what, the 90s? Mid-90s. I think it opened in 95. So time is still going by, and it hasn't really done a major upgrade for a while. They they will cl- shut it down for certain things, but they it probably needs a huge technological upgrade, which they haven't done. And they haven't really even done, like, a refurbishment on it in a while. The funny thing is, even after the pandemic, when it reopened, I was actually surprised that it didn't really feel like it had gotten that much love. It just felt like, okay, we're back to status quo? But so sometimes it also just has weird things where like you get stuck toward the end and so you kind of miss out on the boulder scene or whatever but and they they do have problems with like the snake doesn't always come out at you the ghost doesn't all isn't always there stuff like that but they still the ride still works it's just it yeah. has a lot of problems unfortunately that doesn't count as a breakdown no, no. it's just a frustration uh, to, show, <laughs> to show you that it's very technologically complex 
Yeah. Uh, speaking of technologically complex, oh, yes. the most technologically complex ride <laughs> ever made on the planet, I'm yeah. assuming, is Rise of the Resistance. And that one does break down. Uh, at Disneyland, it does not break down near as often as it does at Walt Disney World. We have noticed, and we do know the reason behind that. We yes. don't need to, we don't need to get into that. It's an interesting reason. It is interesting <laughs> that something that they were able to fix before it opened in Disneyland, so it has helped it to not break down as often as its Florida counterpart. But it it does. Okay, break I, down we a have lot. To, I have to tell you what it is because you might not know. <laughs> <laughs> we heard from a cast member when they did it at Disney World. The cement was made slightly too thick, so through Bluetooth, it doesn't communicate with the independent ride vehicles. So Disneyland was supposed to open right after, and they delayed it because they changed the uh, cement. Fun fact: it's kind of interesting. It doesn't break down as much by any means because it does communicate well with the ride system, but it still does it a couple of times a day. Yeah. This is what we heard through a DVC cast member. So um, if you are like, I've heard something different, this is not us saying we are the harbinger yeah. of we, all information. We were not the creators of it or <laughs> the engineers, but it's just what we heard we through a cast member, but it still does break down typically like once a day. Um, and its breakdowns are usually like for at least an hour, hour and a half. It takes a while to reset that ride. Same with uh, Radiator Springs Racers. Oh, that one breaks down all the time. It's very, very complicated. It's a very different ride system. They based it on Test Track and Walt Disney World, but it, yeah, it, it breaks down a few times a day. And both of those are unfortunately the um, paid Lightning Lane experiences. So, yeah, um, and. If you're wondering, hey, but didn't it just shut down because of a fire or like smoke coming out of a ride vehicle for a few days? Yes. It did. Does that mean that now the ride is not closing down every it's day? Perfect. No. No. <laughs> no. It's still breaking down usually multiple times a day. It's just what it does now. That's another thing with like Indy. I don't know why they haven't really shut it down for a regular refurbishment in a very long time. It needs it. I don't get it. I think if it was able to do that, I don't think it would break down as often. I mean, and people would be sad, but it's not like the number one attraction at all of the Disneyland Resort. So I know. For, I don't for, get it. For some people it is. But, I mean, I always, when I was we growing up, yeah. when I was growing up, that was just a normal thing. Is when you went, especially if you went at a certain time of year, there were rides that, were, that you really loved that were not going to be available. And you just had to deal with it because they had to shut them down sometime. Disney just doesn't do that anymore. I, I don't know. Even I mean, maybe like January, February, you'll see more of them. But it's but not it's, like Radiator Springs or anything like that. Nope. It's like usually just Matterhorn and Splash that, and, um, that are the regular ones to sh- get shut Although down. Although I'm sure those. there were people that revolted when it was down for a week. So <laughs> with the fire. <laughs> Uh, moving on, speaking of uh, Grizzly, Grizzly River Run, it does break down a lot. I don't fully understand why, because it's just little things going down rivers, but, uh, you know. <laughs> I, the one thing that I will say is that it's, if you're thinking, well, yeah, they stop it all the time. No, I'm not talking about just those regular yeah. stoppage. That's because of guests not being able to load or unload fast enough, and so they have to stop to give them the time. I'm talking about like the actual, they're shutting down the ride. Yeah. That happens. Like you walk past and there is nothing. There's nothing going. Sometimes the water's not even running. (laughs) So that does happen quite regularly. And that was funny too. One night or one time we were there and it was, uh, it had been shut down like right around world of color. And then we're like, Oh, I think they might be working to get it re or get it going back up again. But like the last half hour of the park, but but it didn't. So uh, whatever. 
Um, also, another ride that's weird that it breaks down all the time now is Monsters, Inc., Mike and Sully to the Rescue. I don't know why. I it's, have no idea why it it's down all the time. It's uh, Superstar Limo times, first of the park. But, uh, I think Monsters, Inc. opened in like 2004, 2005, something I, like that. I don't understand. But I don't get why that one. But it does. Like there was, a cu- there was a couple trips where we tried to go on it three times in one day, and every time it broke down. I wonder if it's the same problem they had with uh, Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin, where evidently, for some reason, the way they programmed it... If things back up uh, and people aren't getting on too quick, it freaks the ride out and they have to like completely restart it. It could be something like that. I don't know. But yeah, sometimes it's multiple times a day, which is very odd. So don't understand that one. Um, If there there are some rides that I left off this list and you might be thinking, but I know that that ride Uh, has issues. Space Mountain, I think. (laughs) No, I don't think. That one's different though. Because even when it does like have those problems, it's down for like maybe 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Because it's really, they've got it streamlined on how to get that restarted. But like, Rides like Soren or Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. uh, they have because they have multiple theaters or multiple different right. systems. One can go down, and they can still keep it open. The line will become extremely long. Yes, we, but they that don't shut with, it down. That happened with Guardians for us. And they they always say on there, and you can see when you get in there because there's the three loading areas, three but, shafts. Yeah, the three shafts. But often it's just two, and I mean often, but. It's still it still is running. So and the same thing with Soren. Sometimes if one theater is having a problem, they are still going to stay open. It'll just be with one theater instead of two. So those ones we don't count because these don't have the same experiences um, as some of these other rides. And you might think like, hey, well, I've been there. I've seen this ride break down a lot, and that is a hundred percent true. These are just the ones that we that we just know when we want to ride them. We have to think: is it going to be open? This also doesn't count the strange thing about cast members who, for some reason, will open the Incredicoaster like two hours late. I don't know why this happens. Or it's like Toy Story, it'll open at ten instead of eight. I don't get it, but <laughs> whatever. So if you're on one of these rides or one of the many other rides that break down, uh, what are your options? Uh, first off, the one that everyone always goes to is like, oh, I can, well, it used to be that you can ask them for a fast pass, but now it's, uh, I can ask them for a lightning lane pass. This, you could, depending on what happened. If you're on the ride, yes. Sometimes, even if you're in the loading zone, like they've already put you in a row, but you haven't boarded yet, oftentimes, Yes. You can ask for a lightning lane. And I think it has it done. I know for sure that when a ride breaks down during your time, um, the return time to, to go there, it will turn into multiple experiences, which we'll, we'll talk get to. into. But I think that sometimes happens when you're already redeemed it. I don't know. I don't I've, think so. I've, I've, the ones we've been on, we there's usually a cast member around. You can just ask them. But, um, but unfortunately, if you were just standing in line and... Even if you've been standing in line for a long time, say this is for like Rise of the Resistance, you've been standing in line for over an hour, and then they say the ride is broken down and we don't know how long it's going to be. If you're like, oh, we can go ask for a lightning lane pass. Nope. That may not necessarily be the case. Probably not. Probably not. It's sad and it's frustrating, but can you imagine also how many, I mean, they'd have to do... 500 lightning lanes it would take forever anyway so so that's just it's something you can always ask but if the cast member is going to say no that's just the answer is it's they aren't they probably feel bad too but they're not authorized because that would just that would also screw over so many other people who have paid for it and yeah it would just be hard yeah it sucks and it happens on a lot of rides um that's happened for us with like web slingers like they'll just they'll come over the intercom and say there's a problem you can wait but 
It's yeah. just, just part of life. That actually, like, that's, and that's the thing to listen for, is when they come over the intercom, sometimes they will say, the ride is going to be down and we don't know how long, so we're going to, we have, are asking everyone to, if, to leave the line or to evacuate the line. Those are your best chances for maybe them giving you a lightning lane if you're just standing in line. Not a guarantee by any stretch of the imagination. But we have if, that happen. if they do not tell you to leave the line, if they say you are welcome to stay in the line um, or leave, that is your cue that they are not going to be giving you a lightning lane pass yes. if you were just in the queue. And it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to come back up in 15 minutes. You can ask, and we've had some, because they, they know usually what's going wrong a lot of the time. So if they say, oh, it'll probably be about 20 minutes, like they, they know the ride. But if they say, we really don't know. It could be could five be, minutes and it could be it an could hour. Be the, or the, they'll be closed the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah, they don't know. So um, that's the problem. You, you just, if they say you're welcome to in stay fact, in the line, it's a problem. That happened with Big Thunder once. It was very odd, but they closed it the whole rest of the day. So, but actually, well, that, yeah, that one was a, was that was weird. Interesting. But, um, so, so just you can keep wait. That in mind. Don't get angry though. If you're waiting for like 20, 30 more minutes and it still hasn't opened, they, they told you, like, you can wait, but don't feel obligated. And it to. could also happen where they told you you could wait and then it's been a while and then they get in and say everyone needs to leave. That could happen as it's, well. It, it's frustrating. We get it. So what if you decide to leave the line, what are your other options? One thing that we would suggest doing is trying to avoid other e-ticket attractions, especially if what you are waiting for was an e-ticket attraction. Those are those more popular rides for those who aren't familiar with the lingo. But uh, like, for instance, if Indiana Jones is closed, avoid riding like Pirates or Haunted Mansion or Splash Mountain. Or Jungle Cruise that's right next or door. Or Jungle Cruise uh, for a little while because usually the, what happens is the people that are wanting to ride that big ride, they still want to ride a big ride. And so they go into a line for another big ride and they get that all clogged up. We always check our app and that's a good option to look and see. But sometimes you get the fun thing of seeing, oh, the ride I was wanting to go on is closed as are five others. Then <laughs> Yippee. Uh, yeah, go find something that you you were still going to do, but isn't quite as popular. Check that app. Yeah. Look for the wait times. Again, maybe it's not going to be as popular, but you can still feel like you're getting stuff done. I would even say take in a show. Yep. Maybe there's a show at the Fantasyland Theater or the Royal Theater or a Tiki Room or Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln or um, if you're over in California Adventure, you can go to Mickey's Magic. Maybe you can catch the Animation Academy or Turtle Talk. And Magic has the cutest... Coco stuff now. It's amazing. Yeah. So maybe they're not your first choices, but they're things that you're guaranteed you're going to be able to do. And it's better than just sitting around doing nothing. Maybe there's some other plans that you can move up. Uh, maybe go shopping or get something, a snack or something, but like find something that you feel like you could actually do in that amount of time. And that will help until the rides reopen. This is especially true in California adventure. California adventure has so few rides period <laughs> that when they're all operating, the wait times for all of them are not bad. But when even one major one goes down, it they can get balls. They can get real bad it's, everywhere. Be bad. For Disneyland, several have to close for you to really feel it. But at California adventure, it takes one, one. Yep. Um, but try, try to have a good attitude about it. It, it really does suck. But if you just say, Hey, what can we do instead? Like try and just be creative. 
Try to keep your spirits up because it does get frustrating, but getting upset about it just doesn't help. Nope. Now, if you had a lightning lane pass for this ride and it broke down, you actually are in a unique position. Do not go to the ride. <laughs> uh, check to make sure. Usually you'll already get an, um, a notification through the app anyway, but your lightning lane pass for an attraction that is now closed will switch to a multiple experience fast pass, or excuse me, lightning lane pass. I'm not going to get used <laughs> to saying that. Which is quite amazing. It's So you get to use it for any of this long list of attractions, including some that don't have lightning lane. That may only account for the ones that they give you if you had to leave a ride that was broken down, but yeah, check. But it's check it sometimes it is there. Because it will give you a list of attractions that you can use this on. That means that instead of doing this ride, what it, you either have the option or coming back to that ride when it's open, whenever it's open, or at any time going to one of these other attractions and entering their lightning lane, or sometimes it doesn't have a lightning lane, you can just go through the exit. Including the other park. Yes, if you have a park hopper, you could even go into the other park and use it. What we usually do is use it on one that maybe we didn't get to do or we love and only got, because with new Lightning Lane, you can't do a ride more than once unless you ride or go in the standby line. So we suggest doing a really, another one you'd really love to do and then come back to that one because you can still get another Lightning Lane for that ride if it opens. Yes, that is the loophole because even though Lightning, Genie Plus says that you can only get one Lightning Lane um, pass per attraction. If that turned into a multiple experience, it does it not count, count as a lightning lane pass you got for that attraction. So if it reopens, you can get another one for it. So you are in a unique position if you happen to have a lightning lane. This is one of the few wonderful yeah. things about Genie one, Plus. And one thing, <laughs> one good thing about rides breaking. <laughs> yes, if you have a lightning lane pass for it, then it doesn't matter at all if the ride breaks down because you're like, I got this. It's totally fine. I'll go and do something else. And seriously, though, if you get the notification, go on your app and get another fast pass. Like, oh, yeah, that's the other a, thing. A lightning lane. <laughs> See? It's hard. <laughs> the thing. The thing. The quick thing. <laughs> the, the thing that, that makes you go the slightly and... more quickly to other things. <laughs> that's the other thing is that you need to go and you can select another lightning lane right then and there as soon as it says it's changed to a multiple experience get another lightning lane pass because usually you'd have to either wait the time or or go use on it. it yeah but it just says okay now go get it another. says from this minute you can get another one um so those are the options that we always take when rides break down and maybe you're listening to this and going, well, that doesn't really help me. Like, well, <laughs> this is your reality when rides are breaking down. Plans have to change. You're going to have to shuffle things around. And maybe sometimes this means that people are going to get frustrated. And maybe you're like, but this has happened like four times in a row. What are we supposed to do? Like, unfortunately, it happens. sometimes that happens. And Every you can talk day. to cast members about it and they will sympathize with you because yep. you will not have been the only person that day who nope. told this story. <laughs> you will not be the only person. Be nice to them, though, please. Yes. If they tell you that they're not going to be able to do for you what you want them to do, don't jump down their throat because, A, that's never going to work out well for you because they're not going to want to help you now. <laughs> but, B, their day's hard enough as it is. And don't go, don't waste time just going to guest relations or something because, yeah, you might feel angry and, yeah, it's just a, that's a waste of time. Because, again, all they're going to say is, we're really, really sorry. But if you say, like, well, I waited in forever for this ride and I just feel like I need, maybe they'll give you a lightning lane maybe, maybe but, but there's no guarantee just be nice come on guys it gets really really frustrating but sometimes all you can do that's why I really said like try and find another ride maybe it's not your top choice but you can still feel like we got something done 
Or maybe you're a brilliant mechanical engineer and you can just volunteer and help Disney fix all their weird problems. I don't think that's how it works. (laughs) (laughs) If you have other ideas, reach out on social media and let us know if you have, if there's other things that you found that have worked for you uh, to try and make the best out of this bad situation. But hopefully you only have this happen like once or ideally never on your trip. I mean, that'd be the perfect experience ever, but. And as we've said before, if you have a park hopper, you can do, and you have paid for the, um, the genie plus for doing the lightning lanes. You can go to, you, do, you can do all the t- uh, rides at both parks that have it. So yeah. it makes your day a little better. So that's what we got for uh, this week. Um, if you have been enjoying our podcast, like listening to what we have to say, Make sure you're just leaving a review for us as well, whatever service you're listening to this on. And then also make sure that you're following us on our social media, particularly Facebook and Instagram at Disneyland forever. Number uh, four. Number four. <laughs> and also um, shout out to our friends at uh, Getaway Today. So if you're looking to uh, book your uh, Disneyland trip, I got the in the description of the podcast episode. We've got links to to them. They can help save you some money, and they're great to work with. And again, I'm not just saying that because they're partnered with us, but it's actually true. It's super helpful. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. So thank you all for listening. We've been getting a lot of support lately, and we really, really appreciate it. So thank you so much, and we will see you guys next time. Okay, bye. <laughs>